Welcome to the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And on this podcast, we dive deep into the unconventional ways we got sober. And how we continue to stay sober. Well, welcome to episode 20 of the No Wasted Days podcast. I'm your co-host, Blaine Marion. And I'm Courtney Marion. And today's podcast is part two of our Over 900 Days Sober series. Today... Courtney is actually 908 days sober. Ooh, 908, baby. And when this podcast comes out, I will also be 908 days sober. <laughs> yeah, Blaine's a week behind me. I'm a week behind her, yeah. Close, close, but same, same, but different. So last week we talked a lot about our uh, our first uh, however long in sobriety, our first uh, few months and leading into years and... Uh, we kind of ended our story with uh, when we moved to Hudson Hope. So today we are going to get into our life in Hudson Hope and uh, what it was like when we first got here, what it's like now, the journey we are on and our lifestyle and everything. So uh, let's get into it. You bet. Let's do her. So first thing, when we uh, first got here, we, okay, I kind of have a uh, childhood, uh, I don't know, I guess it's trauma from, we moved a lot, <laughs> we moved around a lot when I was a kid. And uh, when I moved from Fort St. John to here, I was just like, all my, most of my stuff I had, I kind of just didn't want a lot of it. Because I, like I said, I wanted to start over, start a fresh life. So anything I didn't want just went straight to the dump. And uh, so when we moved in here, we, uh, we had to, uh, we had to get new furniture and uh, we had to kind of decorate the house the way that we wanted to. And one of the ways we did that is we did a lot of garage selling and thrift storing. And we got so many cool little, like, I don't even know what to call them. Just knickknacks, knickknacks and artwork all around our house. And, uh, yeah, that's how it all started when we uh, when we first moved here. Yeah. So, Blaine, yes, you definitely have trauma from moving too much as a kid. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I, when we, I packed us, I fucking ended up getting COVID from somebody Real <laughs> rain nameless. And uh, yeah, so I ended up getting COVID. So I missed my last two weeks of work. So in between like partially dying, I packed all our shit, which was good. It was a good thing. We didn't have too much because yeah, I was sick. But uh, yeah, so we loaded it all up. We fucked me, you and Watson. We headed out here. We borrowed the realtor's fucking trailer and we got her set up. And yeah, a lot of our stuff came from thrifting, garage sales, you name it. Yeah, I'm just uh, in, our, in our podcast studio right now. I'm looking, I have a globe in here. <laughs> That I bought off a guy in Hudson Hope who has like he had a like an everyday garage sale or something that one summer. <laughs> All summer long. Yeah. I think I paid like maybe two or I think I gave him three dollars and he gave me something else. I don't know. But there's so many cool things in our house that just yeah, they came from thrifting and garage sales. It's really neat. Oh and my friend Chantel made us some cool stuff too. She made us a big mm-hmm. sign that says the Marians. Um and yeah, tons of just yeah, secondhand knickknacks and crystals and yeah. all kinds of stuff like that. So once as we uh, once as we kind of got some stuff for the house and all that, we really started because we moved here for for basically for a new life, a new start, a new way of living. So uh, we got to work right away last year, and we got our garden planted. <clears throat> that was uh, that was the first time I ever made a garden. Had no clue what I was doing. I still don't really know. <laughs> we are making improvements every year. But uh, we expanded this year too. Yeah, gardening is something that I absolutely love. 
It is, there's nothing cooler than planting stuff, watching it grow, and then harvesting it and eating it. It is so special, and I, I really think everybody should do it in some some form. Like, you don't have to have a huge garden or anything. You can just get some planters, plant a few carrots, lettuce, whatever. Just pick whatever your favorite vegetable is, and I think everybody should do it. It's such a cool thing. Well, and it's, it's almost like, it's therapeutic though. It's, a, it's therapeutic yeah. to get your hands in there and to just like, just like to know, like I made that, I started as a seed, I took care of it and all of a sudden now I'm harvesting it and I'm going to eat it. Like it's something that it's so sad that people have gotten away from Yeah. because not only does it make you feel good, you're taking care of yourself, you're, you know, you're putting your time, your effort into this and then it's giving back to you. Like it is such a shame to see people, you know, relying so much on others to do that for them. Yeah. It's definitely such a unique cool thing and i'm just so excited to get better at it every year and expand every year and we hit up the farmer's market ladies for tips all the time too mm -hmm. lots of different resources to kind of get you going but yeah even something as simple as some carrots and some radishes anything to anything to get the ball going it's definitely worth it and it's definitely one of those things you'll never regret yeah so then uh once we got the garden planted and that out of the way that took uh took a little while and then uh we started exploring hudson hope and all the surrounding areas there is so much to see and do here we've been here a year almost and we still haven't seen it all like there is even so close. much <laughs> and my favorite part about it to be honest is a lot of people gave like a lot of people were kind of like gave flack about like moving to hudson Hope. they're like oh there's nothing to do here i swear <clears throat> every weekend we go out and we're always doing something we're foraging or you know we're going mushroom picking or we're going whatever we're always out and about doing stuff. I swear I see half of Fort St. John here on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Half of Fort St. John. Yeah, it's it's such an amazing place. There's lakes, rivers, mountains, forests. There's everything. Everything you could want in all directions. It's such a cool, cool little community. Love the, the surrounding too. area is just amazing. And like such a difference from like, you know, less than an hour down the road. It's crazy. Yeah. So then uh a couple, I think it was only like maybe two, three weeks after moving here, we uh, went fishing again. We went down to Prince Rupert, uh, went fishing on the ocean, caught a bunch of fish, brought them home, and it was just another another great sober fishing trip. It was, I had a blast. We also, uh, while we were down there, got the ball going and had planned a wedding that we put on hold for, I don't know, 14 years or so at that point in time. Yeah, we did. We started, yeah, letting everybody know we were getting married and, uh, yeah, the dates and all that. We started to figure it out. So that was really cool, too. And that all went very quickly, I might add. Holy moly. Yeah. So when we got back from fishing, there was a milestone at Macaroni Meadows. We got our first chicks and ducklings. We, uh, we had plans that we were going to convert the one uh, little house on the property into a chicken coop. And like most things in my life, I wanted to be prepared and all that. And the universe kind of said, no, there's chicks and ducks for sale at the farmer's market. And Courtney wanted them. And I said, oh, okay. Uh, first off, Katie Nichols said that, no, it's time to get uh, chickens and yeah. ducks. <laughs> the universe be damned. We were getting, I seen them, I got them, I wanted them, and I love them. I still have all of them to this day. Yeah. So we, uh, we... I nothing was ready, nothing was built, but we got them, put them in there, and just got to work. And two days later, or a day later, we had chickens, ducklings, and oh, it's so cool! Now we got a million of them. And like literally, we had nothing. The ducks were swimming in a casserole dish. 
the level of prepared that we were for it. But like, it was so fun. And we had them like, we like rose to the occasion. And like, honestly, one of my favorite parts about that summer is we got these itty bitty chickens and ducks. And we only had what? We started with four. Yeah. Yeah, when we ended up poor, my poor giant chicken, we we got them at the end. She was the only one by herself. So I'm pretty sure she thought she was a duck for the first six years of her life. Yeah. My favorite part about getting those ducks and the, that chicken, um, we put them, when we got married, we put them out in an enclosure and they were like swimming around in a little yeah. pool. Like it was the cutest thing ever. And they're, yeah, that kind of started my, uh, that kind of started our, you know, our Anchorage Funny Farm business. Yeah, that was how it all started with uh, three little ducklings and a chick. That's it. <laughs> Swimming in a freaking casserole we, dish. We didn't have a clue, but I like to think I'm a knowledgeable guy and I can figure it out and figure it out on the fly and figure out stuff quick. So we got them, got some chick starter, fed it to them. They grew. <laughs> grew and now and prospered. They're, they're uh, thriving. Yeah, now Juniper's a mom. I hatched. Uh, yeah, so she had babies, or so I took some of her eggs and I hatched them. We also got another chicken as a as a. Wedding, oh, yeah, present. wedding gift. So we yeah. got Marilyn. She's lead egg production there. Um, and now it's cool because, you know, we started with these just a couple random birds and now I've hatched. Now I've got generations of them. I've hatched their babies and I've got more in the incubator as we speak, even though Blaine told me not to, but that's another yeah. issue. Um, yeah, but that was kind of our first, our first step into the, into having critters and like such like a huge milestone and such like a, I think a sense of like, holy shit, like we're going to do this. Yeah. Then uh, next up, we uh, we had the wedding at Macaroni Meadows. We finally got married after damn near 14, 15 almost years. 15 years. 15 years at that point. So, and that, that was just the best. That was the best day of my life. I loved it. It was amazing. Such a great day. It was, everything went perfectly. And okay, and you know what? Like he just rolled, he just like raised his eyebrows because everything did not go perfectly. <laughs> um, if he, I, I, if he's telling this story, like I, I won't go into too much detail because you know I don't want to fucking beat a dead horse. But I'm just gonna put it this way: uh, all hell broke loose the fucking day before. There yeah. may or may not have been some intoxicated fucking relatives showing up, causing a shit, a shit show. But again, live and learn. Don't hold those grudges. But just another fucking reminder <laughs> that. Addiction sucks. Get the fuck out of it. You're ruining moments for other people, damn it. Yeah. Um, but when the push came to shove, the actual day itself was amazing. It turned out I couldn't have asked for a better day. Like, it was such a great time. But, yeah, like, he's putting this nice little sugar coat, bull fucking shit, all hell broke loose the fucking day before. And the worst part about that is we had a very small fucking wedding. We had, like, 14 people. Yeah. But, anyway, onward and upwards. But, yeah. Yeah. Uh, like being sober on your wedding was it for me it was amazing because i remember in active addiction being like man i'm scared to like i'm scared for our wedding day because i'm gonna get shit-faced and probably want to do drugs or something you know and I'm just like oh i was so like nervous about it but then in sobriety i was just like i was so excited it was the best day ever well, and I was just so thankful for myself to be, like, having seen the shit that had gone on the day before. Yeah. If I had been not, like, I, like, don't get me wrong, I didn't react the greatest to begin with to it. I was pretty pissed. But had I been, like, drinking, had I been in that cycle of addiction, I could have taken that to such a bad extreme. I could have let that fucking ruin the whole entire wedding because I'm not going to lie to you, I was fucking choked. Yeah. My poor fucking, my poor maid of honor was like, hey, I'm here to, like, yay, like, let's have fun. And I'm having a nervous fucking meltdown. But I was just so thankful that I, you know, we were both sober. We were able to deal with that. We were able to be like, okay, you know what? That fucking sucks. But 
onward and upward. We're not going to let this ruin it. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, when we first moved here, I was off work for, I don't know, a month and a half or something like that. And it was perfect, you know, got to spend lots of time with you in the house, get married. And then uh, I went back to work. But while I was at work, there was the forest fire. And we ended up actually getting evacuated, which was like the terriblest thing ever. Because not all, I've just like, we created this life here at our new house and we're so in love with it. And I was just like so scared of losing it. I was like petrified. So we packed up anyway, all our important stuff. And uh, all my canning, I'd gotten into canning and preserves. Yeah. And I fucking. Middle, not middle of the night, I think it was like 8 o'clock at night, we got the fucking, like, pack your shit, you gotta go, and I've got, like, a toad I'm filling with, I'm like, I spent all fucking summer, pa like, pa like yeah. learning how to preserve, learning how to can this shit, so I packed a bunch of preserves with us. Yeah, and then we pretty much just went camping for a week, and thankfully, they were able to get her under control, and we got to go home. It was longer than that, it was like 11 days, wasn't it? I can't remember. We, uh, yeah, we took the old sugar shack out to Inga Lake, and... We kind of dabbled around, but like they were good. Like they put you up in a hotel or whatever the fuck you needed. We were like, oh, let's save the hotels for people that need them. We'll just mm -hmm. camp out and do our thing. And I think we kind of needed that, like because yeah. it was stressful and it was, you know. But we kind of I think it was good in its own way because then we got to like decompress from the fucking, you know, the wedding and moving and all the shit that had come. It would have been better. I found it was better to go out to Ingle Lake and do that than to sit in some shitty fucking dingy hotel and just be like, oh my god, my house could burn. Like, yeah, yeah, it was kind of yeah. So then uh, when we got home in uh, starting in September, we started our YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to think that it, our YouTube channel was, has only been around since last September. Feels like we've been doing this forever, but it's, yeah, it's only since last September that we started it. And uh, it's just been, not only are we busy people and a busy lifestyle and doing all this stuff, but having the YouTube channel motivates me even more to get out there because I'm just like, I want to film more. I just want to keep creating stuff, doing cool things, showing people what we're doing because I love our life and lifestyle that we're doing that. I just want to show people more. And right now I've been off because of, uh, work is slow and whatever. I have like videos filmed till probably enough to get us to like September, but I, I still got to do editing and all that. But, I've just been having so much fun creating stuff and filming and it's really been something that I don't think I'm like the best at it, but I just feel like I have this cool story to tell and some people like to watch it. So it's, it's been so much fun. Well, and I think people are like, again, this is just from people that have reached out to me and I've talked to you about it a little bit. I think people generally take an interest. Like yeah. people are generally interested in the fact that we said, fuck it. We're moving to a little place in Hudson's Hope. Courtney's saying, fuck it. She's not fucking, she's taking a break from her work and you know, like that we're doing things different. I think people actually take a genuine interest in that. Cause I've had tons of people ask me mm -hmm. tons of people just be like, like, like how did that come about? Like, how did you make that snap decision? And it's so cool because what we're doing is we're just filming shit that we were going to do anyway. It's not yeah. like, you know, we're not putting on a fucking show and like, Oh, we're going to go do this today for the camera. Like this is shit that we planned on doing from the get go. Yeah. And this is shit that, you know, it fills our cup and it's so cool that other people get to see us do it. And it's, I just, honestly, for me, I can't wait for like fucking 10 years from now. And I got kids and be like, yeah, this is mom and dad when we were just moved here and we're doing yeah. this and we're doing that. Like, I think that's just, that's awesome. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so, so much fun to bring people along on our, uh, our journey and all the stuff that we're doing. And also that September 
is when our fitness game kind of really, for me, started. And uh, just ever since that September, we are just crazy about all of our workouts and walks. And uh, it's something that has really changed my life. And I'm so glad that I started doing it and just having a great time with it. Well, and that, yeah, again, that's, that I think is a huge milestone because, you know, that was, I like to call that the after the chaos, right? Mm -hmm. After the freaking evacuation and the wedding and we're moved in, like that was when, you know, we kind of got to sit back and see what we accomplished and like, kind of like get into a routine. And then I know that's when I think late August is when I really started to dial into my shit because, you know, that was the time, you know, you're settled, you're, you're in that position where you need to start making that life for you and getting into those healthy routines. And we've just ran with it. Yeah. Yeah. It's been such a cool, uh, cool thing, especially for, I think it really helps with, uh, with the sobriety stuff because exercise and the workouts really just clear your head and make you think straight and it's so cool the differences I've seen in myself just since last September so far. Well, and it keeps you accountable. Like even like when Blaine's gone, Blaine can leave for three, four weeks at a time. I look forward to working out every day. I look forward to the fact that me and him can still do the same program. I look forward to the accountability. And I find when I don't have that, I fall into negative mindsets. I fall into just like a frump and I just I find that yeah movement exercise it really you it keeps you fucking motivated it keeps you going and it keeps you from second guessing what you're trying to get done yeah yeah and then uh moving on here no farm is not a farm without a cat <laughs> so we ended up getting a kitten <laughs> and I'm not the biggest fan of cats I won't lie I don't really like cats at all but I like my cats. She's actually pretty cool. She's a little orange and black and white and kind of looks like a pumpkin sort of. I don't know. She's, She's pretty cool. Kitty. Yeah, we got her October 1st. She's my little Halloween kitten. Yeah, fucking Blaine did not want the cat. This has been an ongoing battle for like the last like eight years. We had cats when we were young that never panned out. But I'm so glad we got her because she is fucking crazy. But she's like my little, she's like my little witchy companion. She's so cool. <laughs> yeah, life wouldn't be the same without her. No, she's such a little shithead, but in the best way. She's mischievous. Yeah. Then, uh, yeah, time was flying by. We had Chris, our first Christmas at Macaroni Meadows. It was just, just me and you. And, you know, we had our presents. And the, I think we had a turkey on the Traeger. And it was just a great day. And then uh, New Year's. We started our podcast. That was a big milestone. Yeah. Now, like this is episode, I believe, 20. We, I get so much out of this. But so much that I didn't even know I was going to get out of this. Just me sitting here talking and trying to give advice. And I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> I just, I just, it's just, this is like almost like a therapy to me to come in here and I can just talk and people listen. That's the craziest thing. People genuinely listen and like it i think we even have like a small following base which is fucking awesome yeah. i love it I appreciate all you guys i love the feedback um and honestly like yeah it's it's strange how it even came about i can't even i don't even know if like where we're going with this is what we originally intended intended i don't know i fuck, i don't even remember but like it's so cool to just fucking get out here and rattle shit off and 
And it's nice to know, like, it's nice to hear, like, people be like, fuck, yeah. Like, that yeah. makes sense. Like, I feel you there. And, like, yeah, like, I don't, I, yeah, I don't even know what the original fucking outcome of this or what we expected was, but I'm having so much fun with it. I'm appreciating, like, all the people that are like, man, like, you guys are fucking doing something. Like, yeah, it's been awesome. Yeah, and people, I know it's helping people because they tell me, like, your podcast is fucking awesome. I loved it. It was so funny, blah, blah, blah. And that's what this is about. I just, I want to help people feel as good as I do. So I'll give you guys all kinds of tips. Well, yeah, <laughs> like it's nice to, and it's nice to see the real fucking perspective on this shit, right? Yeah. Everybody can sugarcoat it and they can, that's why I was like, hey, like you should mention that thing about when our dog fucking died and we had to put it down. Like yeah. this real sobriety isn't fucking easy peasy chicken squeezy. It isn't fucking coffee on the balcony every goddamn day. It isn't reconnecting with lost loved ones. It is that, absolutely. But it is also fucking losing people, losing things, fucking mourning yourself because all of a sudden you have to learn who the fuck you are after suppressing who you are and who you've been for the last decade and some, right? Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important to put that out there. Like it is 100% worth it. It is 100% something you will never, ever, ever fucking regret. But it's so, it's so like relevant to know like you're going to go through the hard shit too, but you're going to go through those hard things regardless. Yeah. But it's so much better if you do it on this way. Do it do it sober, man. So our, our podcast came out January 1st of this year. <clears throat> and with the new year, like uh, like I said last podcast, like I always have New Year's uh, resolutions and goals, and now I'm actually like accomplishing them, <laughs> which is amazing. So this New Year's, like my goals were all my fitness stuff. Like I wanted to get in however many workouts and uh, my step goals and – I'm crushing them. I'm on par with getting 3.5 million steps this year. And I'm above and beyond my workout goal. I think my goal is like 183 workouts. It was like three workouts or three and a half a week. I'm like way past. And then you've lost a big chunk of weight too. If people go, not that that's the only like relevant yeah. thing, but that's a big chunk of it too. Yeah. But like I'm doing things that I never thought I would. You're welcome. We <laughs> like, we're climbing mountains. We're getting up tomorrow at 5 a.m. and we're going to go climb Bullhead Mountain. Like, we're doing these things that I thought were impossible. I never thought I could do it. And I've, man, it is such a cool thing. Like, I literally think nothing is impossible now. I think nothing. I can do anything. Anything I put my mind to, I can do. Well, and I think with that, that message being said there, like, it's, you know, prime example like like you said like i can do this shit now nothing's impossible it felt fucking impossible two yeah. years ago it felt impossible to get sober and i did it right and like i think you just gotta and you gotta just gotta keep going and you just like i think like to me the most important thing is get going and don't stop yeah like don't fucking be like oh i didn't want so i'm good no get fucking going and don't stop same with don't no, same with not drinking and shit Fucking get going and don't fucking stop because all of a sudden you're going to be somewhere and you're going to be on top of a mountain when two years ago, you'd be lucky if you get your ass on top of a fucking staircase. Yeah. Like there a couple years ago, I was hung over laying on the couch and I couldn't even like, it was hard to get up and grab the skip the dishes order that was on the front step. <laughs> that was like, really holy fucking. Holy fuck. That ain't living, man. No. Fuck that me. ain't living. And even like now too. I mean, addiction is fucking terrible. It comes in so many more forms. Drugs and alcohol, of course, is so fucking prevalent, right? It's literally rampant and everywhere, but that yeah. comes with everything. And it just, you have to, in order to get 
you know, to make strides and to make movement, fucking utilize these tools to help you. Movement, eating better, fuck, like, utilize this shit to your advantage. Because again, it's the little things that all make up, like they all add up to the big things. And one day you're going to be like, two years from now, you could still be sitting at the top of that fucking chair or that the top of that fucking staircase, or you could be on top of a mountain. Where the fuck would you rather be? Yeah, I can tell you 100%. I'd rather be on top of a fucking mountain than where I was two and a half years ago. Yeah, me too. Fucking puking on the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck no, I'm good. Yeah. So then in the new year here too, we also, uh, we really started to get into these uh, crystals, which are, I kind of thought they were kind of cool and I was like, yeah, it's Courtney's thing and all this stuff. But now like I'm right into it and I got, like I wear them all the time. I got a bunch of bracelets, necklaces. And the cool thing about these things is they actually do like stuff for you. I have a, a necklace on right now that is actually a magnetic one that like improves your circulation. Like this stuff is actually really cool. There's crystals that can help you with, with your mood, with your motivation. I'm like, I've been wearing these. Yeah. Addiction. I've been, I started wearing these things when I started working out and I don't know. I know, I know, I think they do something for me. I really do. And I'd like to point out that somewhere along the line, I think this happens when you're with somebody for a long time, you morph into the same person because (laughs) working out and crystals and spirituality and chickens used to be Courtney's hobby. Somewhere down the fucking line, it has become Blaine's hobby too, I would just like to say. That's true. (laughs) Um, So yeah, again, I don't know if that's just because you're like, you know, we spend so much time together, it's you're exposed to it. But yeah, it's funny how all of a sudden, like you said, you're like, oh, I kind of really believe in this crystal shit. Oh, I don't really like, eh. and then all of a sudden he's like, I want, when's the next crystal skip? When, what kind of crystals they got? Like, <laughs> I, need some, I need some more jewelry or like, oh, like tarot deck or fucking Oracle deck. Like, oh, he wants me to get a new tarot deck so I can give him my old one. It's funny how somewhere down the line, the crazy turns into the cool. <laughs> Isn't yeah, it, Blaine? It Isn't is. it? Lead by example, I guess. Speaking of morphing into the same people. <laughs> I got my first tattoo this year. <laughs> and you got all kinds. And I got my first one. I got the No Wasted Days logo on my arm. And it's it means so much to me. I love it. Um, I'd also like to point out, he didn't like girls with tattoos. I had to hear that till I was fucking 30 years old. Well, I do now. Yeah, you know, <laughs> bet your ass you do now. <laughs> Go ahead, though. But I just, I love it. My tattoo means so much. Like, No Wasted Days. I don't want to waste any. You only have so many on earth. Like, you might as well make the best out of each and every fucking one. I love it. What about Watson? Well, I'm getting to that. That's my second tattoo. No, all right. Get, <laughs> and then I got Watson, a memorial tattoo of him golfing on the moon. It is. I think it's cool as shit. I love the moon. I love Watson. I love golf. I love my tattoos. I want more. I'm going to get more. I'm going to have all kinds of tattoos. Well, I like as much as, you know, like they... They make a person in their own way, right? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with not having tattoos. Everybody has their own fucking yeah, their own fucking journey. But like, I just honestly like, what a cool way to enhance what you fucking already got going. Yeah, like I'm in love with my fucking, I'm in love with my tarot girl, my high priestess. She's looking pretty, pretty fucking badass these days. Yeah, your tarot, your tattoos are cool. My tattoos are sick as fuck. I'm yeah. not even, I'm not even coated. I fucking love my tattoos. I know my parents absolutely hate them, but whatever. To each their own. Um, that's another story for another time, but yeah, that's, and again, that's just self-expression, right? And to me, this, my tattoos and shit, like I've always had a couple, 
But, like, I was always like, oh, what are people going to think? Oh, work's going to get on me if I get tattoos. Like, back when, you know, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Which is funny. Like, I was so worried about people judging me for getting tattoos. But I wasn't worried about the fact that I was a fucking piss tank. Yeah. <laughs> like, how fucked up? Oh, it's socially acceptable for you to be a fucking piss tank and a fucking... Well, maybe it's not socially acceptable to be a cokehead, but whatever. But you're like, you're so like worried about that, but you're like, won't go get more tattoos. And like, now I'm like, fuck, whatever. Like, I don't give a shit. If I want it, I'm getting it. I'm getting whatever tattooed on my body. I ain't going to feel bad about it. And I I think one single person on this fucking earth is going to make me feel bad about it. So, so, uh, this, the first few months of this year, we've really been just kind of, I call it investing in ourselves, you know, Buying stuff that is making us healthier people, um, doing things that are making us healthier people, and some of that stuff, like, I know um, if you follow any of my Instagram or Facebook stuff, I post all my workouts and all that kind of stuff, and I have a Garmin watch that I absolutely love. I freaking love this thing. It keeps track of everything. The GPS is amazing. I can't recommend these things enough. Like I always, with my fitness stuff, I always struggled with like motivation or whatever, but this thing keeps me going and wants me to do more. Cause I'm always like, Oh, can I get more kilometers? Can I go further? Can I burn more calories? Like I'm always trying to get more and this thing really helps me. I love it. He's trying to get me to get one, but I hate wearing anything on my, he's like promoting them, but I won't get one. <laughs> yeah. I, fucking, I hate wearing anything on my like wrist though. It drives me crazy. I always rip it off during the night. Yeah. But it is a great tool. I always piggyback on your shit and I post it because I have a, like an accountability workout group. Yeah. I always piggyback on his shit when we're, he's home and we're working out together. So I can like post his shit. It is a good tool. <laughs> yeah. It is a good tool. I just don't like wearing shit on my fucking arms. And then, uh, the supplements too, there is no better way to invest in yourself than to take things that are helping you. And I, supplements are one of the things that I will take till the day I die. I will always take supplements. They make you feel better. They do things for your body. They help you. They're just, yeah, I can't say enough good things. Good quality supplements. Take them. Take them religiously, they're the best. This fucking, you old battle axe, you're going to outlive us all because you double up on all your supplements. <laughs> I know you do. I know I do too. But I mean, it's one of those things. It's obviously, it's working, right? You're fucking feeling good. You're looking good. Your clothes are fucking fitting. You're dropping weight. Your, you know, your health panels are coming back better. It's obviously shit that's working. Yeah. And then uh, the reason why I have all these fitness goals this year and I'm taking all these supplements and doing all these things is we're really just trying to heal our bodies from years of abuse. Like there's no other way to put it. Like being an alcoholic and a drug addict takes a toll on a guy. And I want to do everything in my power now to just be as healthy as I can and to live as long as I can. So that's, really why we're doing all this stuff well it's, it's healing you mentally right like when working out and shit it helps mentally going for long walks that helps your mental health mm-hmm. i for one can account to the difference like i said like i get in like weird little funks especially when you're not here i spend a lot of time alone and i'm not like i'm not like saying there's anything wrong with that but a lot of the time like going on walks working out and shit, it is essential to my mental health it is essential to my fucking well-being mm-hmm and it's got to be like same thing for other people, right? It's such a huge part. It's a huge, it's a whole package. You can't have mental health without like physical health. You all have to be aligned. Yeah. And somewhere along this health journey, we met some amazing people. And one of them is, uh, or two of them, I guess I should say, <laughs> is Lacey and her husband, Brandon, in Chatwin. 
we started doing these foot baths and all the knowledge that she has that she she is such a cool person who just all she wants to do is help if you like if you'll listen and like take her advice like she has given me so many cool tips on just everything from trying to heal my heartburn for weight loss for everything fertility shit fertility stuff yeah they're like i just uh she's such an amazing person and I can't say enough good things. I really, if you're struggling with anything health wise, like go see her in Chetwin, do a foot bath, get a consultation. It's, it's done wonders for me. It really has. Well, and she's not non-judgmental, right? Like, I feel like, you know, you could be like, I fucking am an ax murderer. And she'd be like, that's interesting. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. right? And like, you know, you need those people that you can be honest with. You can be honest about your diet. You can be honest about your fucking whatever drug use alcohol alcohol use and she you know like some people you could wouldn't tell that to because you'd be like holy fuck you're gonna condemn me to life yeah. and it's nice to have that safe space um and it's nice to have that person that's like all right then well anyway maybe <laughs> yeah. we should try this like that's to me that's like a huge that's that's important yeah some of the some of the things like i she would give me pointers and like tips and stuff and then i do some research on my own and be like oh yeah like look at all this and yeah, I can't say enough good things. And then, uh, so one of the, I got a couple last things here for this podcast is uh, what we've really been doing lately since the start of summer is really just trying to do hard things. It's been something that you seem to be on board with because you're always, oh, we're going to go climb a mountain or we're going to walk to the top of Signal Hill. You're like, okay. Like you are so on board. And I think we got a lot of motivation from just listening to audiobooks, David Goggins, David Goggins and stuff, baby. you know, you got to challenge yourself, get out there, do something that you think you can't do and then just do it anyway. Honestly, I get such a fucking, like, I get such a, like a little shit disturber, like rush doing shit. You tell me I can't do like, yeah, <laughs> like when we did fucking shoulders the other day and you're like, you can't fucking lift those. And I was no, like, no, I said, good luck, Courtney. Yeah. You're going to need it. Good and luck. you did it. Yeah. You did it. And you just looked at me like. Fuck, are you serious? She she was doing this move and she was lifting heavier than me. And I was like, good luck. On my fucking rest day, too, I might add. <laughs> On my fucking rest day. She this, killed it. He's like, oh, we gotta do it. And this was after we walked Jameson. This is after we went and gathered rose petals, too. On my fucking rest day. I didn't even want to work out in the first place. But I'm like, no, we're gonna fucking do it. Then we're gonna do it right. And then he's like, oh, good luck. Hang out. I'm like, fuck you. That's just, let's just feel for my fire, baby. Yeah. And, like, look at me. My arms are fucking jacked. That's one thing. That's, that's one thing. My arms are fucking, yeah, doing some damage. Yeah. And, like, all this stuff we're doing is just anybody can do it on any budget. You just got to look for – just look for alternatives. Look for any, everything just to, just to be fully invested in yourself and your lifestyle and just live a healthy lifestyle. It's – oh. I will never go back to how I used to live. This is definitely the best, best version of me, and I'm only getting better. And like, I just want like, I just I want people to know too. When I nag you, it's because I love you and I want you to do better. I feel sad because I know what it's like to be stuck in those shitty ruts, right? Yeah. So I nag you out of love. Like Lacey will nag you to drink water because we're all dehydrated bitches. Like I'm nagging you because I want you to do the hard things because you're gonna feel really good about it. Yeah, do hard things and the rewards are insanely good. Right, and when they come, you when those rewards start to surface, you're going to be like, fuck me, I should have been doing this five years ago. Yeah, and when you invest in yourself, like, 
the possibilities are endless. I feel like I have a prefla of things in front of me that I can do. That's a fun word. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's a new one. Anyway, yeah. Someone's <laughs> hanging out with the dictionary. Yeah, but I feel like I have all these options and I just feel like I can accomplish all my goals. Just put in the hard work, do hard things, and fucking do it. Everybody can do it. If I can do it, anybody can do it. I just That's feel, the truth. Well, and, you know, it's important to surround yourself with people that empower you. Like, it, you know, if you know, it pro would be harder if we weren't on the same page. If, you know, like, you're like, come on, Courtney, let's work out. And I was like, fuck you, you're ugly, or whatever <laughs> you like to say to me when I'm not crunching hard enough. Yeah. Um, But, it like, be that support for, like, get on, like, get on board and be that support for your other half, your best friend, your fucking auntie, your uncle, whatever, right? Like, it makes it, just like sobriety, when you have somebody there to fucking, like, celebrate the highs, and, like, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. It keeps you motivated. It keeps you on track. And it's nice to be like, hell yeah, like, right. I don't know, like, it, it like, it's a hard journey. Like, every, any journey is a fucking hard journey, especially when your health, fitness, addiction, all this shit is hard. But when you have somebody else that you can rely on to fucking give you that little, like, leg up, that little bit of support, it just, like, drives you. And it's just like, fuck yeah, like, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. Like, we're doing this. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody wants to reach out to us and just talk about health and fitness and a healthy lifestyle and give us any tips about some of the stuff you're doing or ask us questions about anything, feel free. I love I will always spread this knowledge to everybody else because somehow I've managed to do all this with the help of a few other people and mostly myself and you, (laughs) but we are doing it and loving it. So if you guys need some tips or anything, just let us know. This was uh, episode 20. Can you believe it? Of the No Wasted Days podcast. Can you believe it? People are still listening to us. People are still fucking listening to us too, which is pretty amazing. Right on. Well, guys, if you like this podcast, give us a like, comment, subscribe. As always, see you next week. Peace.